0: is also the 10th anniversary of the Sandy Hook massacre and the 8th of the Lindt Cafe siege. So how do we as as a community, as individuals, as parents, process all of this trauma? How do we communicate with our children or with people who may be directly impacted by this kind of violence or who find it all very hard to process? James Carroll is a psychologist from North Brisbane Psychologists. James, welcome.
1: Thank you, Kat. I appreciate you having me.
0: James, let's start first with the children. I'm aware it's school holidays, so children might be hearing more of the details of what's happening in the news at the moment than perhaps they would during school time. How do we help them process this?
1: Totally, yeah. It's a big question, and I think honesty is going to be a really, really big part of it. We can't sort of always shield um, people from these things. The news, you know, spreads very quickly through... range of different medias and especially if you know kids are on social media they've probably seen a lot of people change their profile pictures to have a you know a sort of you know uh, remembrance for the police Um, there's probably some people you know actively talking about it you know based on certain hashtags or sharing different articles I think being honest with them and saying you know hey this is a really you know horrible thing that has happened and sort of, you know, giving them some space to ask some questions about it and then just coming back with that sort of, you know, real sort of caring support and just authenticity about it.
0: And I see you mentioned social media there. I've seen a lot of conversation about violent incidents like the shooting at Wienbilla on on social media, but I'm speaking more broadly as well about other issues involving violence. And I'm not speaking of anything intended to be harmful. It's just people discussing or, as you say, changing their... Um, their photo or their status. And I worry about people who are from the community or who have had perhaps gun violence in their lives seeing that. What should we consider before we talk about something potentially traumatic in a public forum?
1: I think putting a bit of a, you know, some people like to put just TW, the letters TW, as a trigger warning before going into something. Um, Some people even go to expanding on that saying potential trigger warning for talking about gun violence or violence in general, or um, uh, abuse, or you know wh- whatever the sort of trigger may be, giving a bit of a warning about just the general you know nature of the content can be very helpful before then you know going into what you want to talk about. Just so then people have an opportunity to say, actually I'm not quite in the space to to process some big things mm-hmm. like that, so I'm I'm going to scroll on or you know uh, turn my phone off.
0: James Carroll is a psychologist from North Brisbane, psychologist. James, we don't always know what has happened in other people's lives, nor do we necessarily have the right to know. What are the signs that, or some of the signs that the tragedy is touching a nerve or an experience that they're struggling to handle, but perhaps not directly communicating?
1: I think, um, you know, when people talk about their gut feeling, you know, our gut tells us a lot about how we're feeling, even when we don't have the words to describe it. If you have a strong response when someone does talk about these events or you do, you know, read an article, it's important to listen to that response. It's important to sort of, you know, notice how am I feeling internally? Am I feeling quite overwhelmed? Am I feeling that, you know, there's a lot of tension within my body? Some people might experience it as a, you know, strong feeling of nausea or discomfort. Some people might find that they're getting a lot of muscle tension. Other people just might have like a really sinking feeling within their body where they're not quite feeling themselves and it's a lot harder to sort of you know be the fun-loving or you know very extroverted person that they normally are around friends or colleagues or their family.
0: What do you do if you notice that in someone else?
1: It's important to open a discussion and say you know we we talk about the are you okay days I think it should be our are you okay day every day with you know close friends and family members or people that are important to us asking them you know how are you feeling and In Australia, we've got such a, you know, a culture of saying, you know, oh, you know, hey, how are you going? And if we just unload everything onto that person, it almost becomes socially uh, unacceptable. So we want to sort of cut through that automatic response where people just say that, oh, I'm fine. I'm doing okay. Some questions like that, you know, can really cut through and the wording can play a big part. Asking someone, what's it like to be you right now? Is there anything that I can do to help you feel more comfortable in this moment? They can be a you know big game changer. They can make people feel more comfortable about talking about these things, and just being like, no, it's really hard to be me right now, or you know I'm really struggling and I just I just don't know how to communicate it.
0: When seeing events like this unfold, where it's so heavily covered in the media, is there a point uh, that we should be taking a moment to to process what's happened? I mean, I feel sometimes like I. It's disrespectful for me to disengage. Like I should be paying attention to what's been happening because whatever they're going through is so much worse um, than how it might affect me. How do you decide when it's time for you to perhaps step away?
1: I think that's a very important question. Um, when we notice those sort of you know feelings within our body or our gut, or we're having some sort of you know more negative cognitions, negative thoughts about ourselves or about others, that's definitely a good indicator. But even if we're just finding, you know, there's only so much we can sort of take on board and we have to remind ourselves that we're not the detectives that are investigating this matter where, you know, other people can say that, you know, they're not psychologists that, you know, are working with people who are going through that sort of heaviness and grief. Um, It's not their job to know every single fact and to take on board all of that pain. You're allowed to disengage and it's not something to be ashamed of. You know, our brains are hardwired to be living in small communities, you know, the whole hunter and uh, gatherer concept. We're not meant to know every single bad thing that's happening in our world, and I think it can take a massive toll on us. I know in my personal life I've had to sort of just take a step back from, you know, being really aware of all of the things happening in the world because it gets too overwhelming when I know of all the horrors that I just can't have any say in.
0: James Carroll is a psychologist from North Brisbane, psychologist. Thank you very much for your wisdom this afternoon.
1: No worries at all, Kat. Thanks for having me.
0: If this story has raised concerns for you or anyone you know, you can call Lifeline on 13
1: 11 14.